up, guys? We got, we got another one. We got Rachel Ray. We got Carpool Lanes. Getting your haircut. I mean, Marshalls. The possibilities are endless. But not getting a haircut at Marshalls. There's a difference. episode numero dos here welcome back uh fellow co-host thank you welcome co-host nate yeah um my question for you was you know i know you've been doing a lifeguard training so Mm -hmm. so how's you know how's the diving in the water kind of saving people how's that going saved any lives yet um well if you count our little mannequin i must have saved him a dozen times wow if it was a real person I think we'd be at a wake right now. Uh, I, I okay. don't know if I'm saving that. <laughs> See, there's a big difference between there's a, big difference, a yeah. mannequin and a man. Not just the kin part. No, no the, a... the difference is actually the mannequin doesn't cooperate at all. It's like lugging around a suitcase. That's, that's true, that's true. A human, if they're drowning, they might try to actually save themselves. Oh, the mannequin I mean, just sits there and, and accepts, it's heavy. accepts death. Yes. So. Well, I mean, can it die? It's already sunny inanimate object so do you really save something that's inanimate if it's at that point it's like kind of pulling the plug might as well just let it sink to the bottom (laughs) of the pool don't they actually have plugs in the back of them oh yeah it's got all sorts of little holes in it to fill it up with water so it sinks so yeah and like all over itself it's covered in these little like tops basically so it fills up with water which makes it heavy and then you try to drag it out that sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I don't know. If swimming wasn't hard enough already, how yeah, about you swim exactly. with someone else who doesn't want to swim? Mm-hmm. Or you just lug them around. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I bet I could save someone. Yeah. Especially someone who isn't maybe like over 150 pounds. Maybe yeah, yeah, sure. Someone, someone sure. smaller. Yeah. Definitely be able to take them out like Baywatch style. Yeah. You know, CPR. Baywatch is real. Oh, yeah. I've... I haven't watched it, but I know. I mean, this you, anything that The Rock does, it's basically the History Channel at that point. I know. Yeah, you see The Rock, and you automatically know it's based on a, either a true story or they just picked up the camera and started filming. And yeah, that's his, it is raw. It is real. It's it is day-to-day rough, life. Just like that. I mean, even back to his his wrestling days, that was real. Oh, yeah. WWE is yeah, that was, grueling. Mm-hmm. WWE is a, is a special kind of event. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people there um they really bond you know they're there mm. together they're going through it it's you know it's an experience it's, right? an, it's an experience like like i went to get my uh haircut mm-hmm. and i i walked in immediately knew that i this was not going to be an ordinary haircut mm-hmm. this was more like going to be you know joining uh, a group therapy or mm. or more like uh it was a little cult-esque okay I, i'm not gonna lie um they seem to have their like own greeting that they kind of introduced to each other hmm. um, that I was, you know, missing out on. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was trying to pick up on it. Um, but at the end of the day, the cut did look good. And so the question remains is, you know, after all that, like, 
after such a traumatizing experience, mm. you know, do, is it worth it? Like, do you it's go back? It. I know. Well, what you do is you obviously pay a financial amount, a monetary value mm-hmm. for the haircut. But does the haircut have monetary value? Can you put a price on that? Yeah. Can the whole idea of, you know, going to the barbershop or wherever you're going, it's almost priceless, really. Yeah. There's some things that the happen price at, on a, experience. at a barbershop okay. or a salon or just any general, I'd say, personal, like, care place mm-hmm. that doesn't happen anywhere else on the earth. There are things that'll happen. Yeah, there's just, a reason why there's movies, you mm-hmm, know, about exactly. specifically barbershops. It is barbershops. Um, barbershops. Now, that would be another experience. Barbershops. Yeah. You know, it's a two-for-one special. $15 for cut and shots. Because they may be using, like, rusty scissors. That's the deal. You know, you get a tennis shot, but you may also get tennis in the process. 50-50 chance for all the dice. Have you ever had, like, a... I've never had a haircut to the point where I'm wearing a hat, but have you? Mm -mm. No? I will say, before I started going to the usual guy, shout out to Deco. Oh, of course. I would get haircuts that I thought were fire, Mm -hmm. but, you know, looking back on pictures, I kind of wish I was wearing a hat sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, if you could edit that hat in, I've definitely had those as well, where at the time, it's heat. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, keeps you warm at night, you know, kind of heat. Yep. But, and everyone else, you know, didn't seem to think so, but I was like, as long as I like my haircut. Exactly. That's all I, that's all I need. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was wrong because yeah they, the, they were a little rough there was one time at my sister's uh reception I, I thought you know what maybe my sister's reception um but i'm gonna steal a show you know with this haircut and i wanted to make sure it was like you know just cleanest thing you've ever seen mm-hmm. is there's i think i went too clean with it Ooh. you know mm-hmm. like it was a little too it looked like it had been poured out of like a cake mold <laughs> just a little because <laughs> it was a little too formed yep and uh i you know i tried to go with like this the spiky wall look mm-hmm. um that was already out of style to begin with oh, yeah in the since the 90s but i was like you know let's bring it back 10 years later and it was a wall that's for sure <laughs> it was it was a wall that's all <laughs> that's, that's all i'm saying you know couldn't couldn't contain it mm-hmm. but at the time you thought you were looking good right oh yeah so that's oh, yeah. another big question is it worth it you know if you have a in your whose opinion matters more the spectators or the wear of the haircut that's a good question i would have to say perhaps the spectators perhaps the spectator okay because you're not looking at your hair you're not mm-hmm. you're not and you're that's everyone else's your hair is kind of like uh you know it's kind of like an advertisement for you mm. you know maybe something people notice hair does say a lot about it does say a person a lot. You know, especially, yeah, what was your decision behind, you know, bleaching your hair? The people listening can't tell, but uh, got some Goldilocks locks there. Um, I think my decision almost was that there was no decision. I I wanted to do something impulsive. Mm. And so, you know, when you're in... Most people just drive really fast. Yeah, some people drive really fast. My car can't do that. Sometimes the Fiesta, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you give and take there. But, um... You know, earlier when there were like quarantines going on, things uh-huh. like that, people on the internet, the big thing was like giving yourself bangs, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of women gave themselves bangs. And while it was pretty 
entertaining for some people. Yeah, the third parties. Yeah, absolutely. I think, for me personally, I don't think I'd pull off bangs. So next best step, just diet. Yeah. Well, but, I think you made the right choice. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, whenever I see myself in a mirror, I almost don't recognize my past self as having brown hair it's like oh so now you've is, like conformed this identity of the blonde community well it's a, it's a good community to be a part of mm-hmm. i used to be blonder um but you know time things fade mm. you know that is true there's a lesson in that there is the blonde a lesson the blonde fades mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying i can attest to that i actually also used to be blonde oh really but yeah if you see baby photos i'm it's almost not even it's almost white yeah, I had like white hair. Yeah, yeah it was very similar to what yours is. Now. Yeah, it's got to be something like melanin or something like that. That. Yeah, well, I, I did. Yeah, that is something like that. But it is. I've always wanted to do something impulsive like that, but I just always back down at the last minute. I don't mm-hmm. don't have the the gusto to, you know, the forthrightness to to march forward and you know fulfill it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean. Impulsive decisions, I think if they last a long time and you have time to sit with it, it ends up not really feeling as big of a deal. That's I, true. First time I walked into the place that dyed my hair, because I've gotten it dyed twice there, I was like, wow, this is such a big deal. But then a week later, it's like, oh, wait, I have blonde hair. It's not something. And you just keep moving on. Yeah, and you just move on. It's not something like, you know, I'm going to. Gosh, I can't even think of a, a big decision that's only temporary. Yeah, because usually big decisions imply big decisions that they're imply, not temporary. Exactly, yeah. So I don't. So maybe that's another thing that will help you um, become more impulsive sometimes. If it lasts a long time, it kind of wears off. The, um, that makes sense. The effect of it seems to subside. Yeah, speak of um, impulsivity and driving, there was, I saw on the news there was this Guys, so I don't know. Do you know what a carpool lane is? We don't have them around here. I had to look it up. I've been in the carpool lane a couple of times before. How was the carpool lane experience? It's is it exhilarating? Kind of great. I mean, I was um. Last time I was in a carpool lane, I believe I was in San Diego. I was going to maybe a. Well, everything's great in San Diego. Everything's great in San Diego. Um, I think I was going to a baseball game or something like that. I was with my uncle. Yeah. And. He drives. A, he's a teacher. He drives a Prius. Mm-hmm. He knows what's up, right? I'm of sure he's. He basically invented the carpool lane, maybe. Yeah, I think. I think if there's his, anyone. His in name's a actually on the patent. If you go to yeah. the U.S. Patent Office. Well, if there's anyone who's going to be in a carpool lane, I'm it's thinking a, it's a teacher with a Prius. A teacher with a Prius. Yeah, driving his former students. <laughs> <laughs> when we were driving, it was secluded. It was like the express checkout section Ooh. of a oh, like grocery the, store. Oh, what is it called? The pre-check. At TSA, mm-hmm. anyone in pre-check, same, yeah, I bet they drive an Audi. All mm-hmm. right, you know, you know, they're kind of fast kind of people. Yeah, people with pre-check. Not only are they going somewhere, mm-hmm. but they want to be doing something before they're going somewhere. Yeah, they're like constantly making sure that things are checked off the list. Yeah, what are they checking exactly? What well, needs to be checked? It's like, okay, I want to go. What does the pre imply on the plane? Oh wait, let me do something before I even do something. Yeah, let me. Pre-move parts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the back to the carpool <laughs> lane. Yeah, it's I'm a big fan of it. So so this guy, you know, it is kind of funny because he was, you know, he's kind of doing the right thing and doing the wrong thing at the same time. Okay. He 
in the carpool lane if i assume is as like a uh to reduce emissions right because you know trying to encourage carpooling mm -hmm. so you know he's kind of taking advantage of that but at the same time with covid he's also kind of being covid safe so he he puts a mannequin in his passenger seat and drives in the carpool lane. <laughs> now i don't know how long he's mm. done this he seemed it seemed like he had gone a long time this is recent like a couple days mm -hmm. ago it seemed like he's been doing this since day one. Wow. So this could even be like pre-COVID. Okay. But, but uh, I mean, is it a good thing? You know, you're not having another person in the car, but you're swindling everyone Ooh. who is genuinely using That's the carpooling. Smart. That's a good point. That seems like one of those situations where you're playing the system, but really at no one's expense. So, I know. You know. I'm, you know, hats off to that guy for... Is it really like so no harm, no foul there? You know, I will okay. say, in my experience with the carpooling, it is very limited, but there weren't a ton of people on it, which I think is mm, part so of the reason was, why there is a carpool. Yeah, he was just right? trying to, you know, so, take, I mean, you're pretty associated with mannequins at this point. Yeah, you know, I know, do you think I know. they would make good company in the car? Ooh. The thing about they seem pretty heavy. They, they're not big talkers. So you kind of just have to enjoy the ride at that point. Yeah. Then it's it's between you, the plastic, and and the radio kind mm -hmm. of situation. You know. Yeah. I you know, I've had my association with mannequins. The the few relationships that I have had are, are limited and they're in the mall. Um <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, they always what I do like about mannequins is that it's very rarely that you kept catch them off guard. They're always, you know, they're always posed. They're ready, yeah. They're ready, they're looking mm -hmm their best at all times exactly. i mean when have you seen like you know a mannequin who's not wearing the latest line of american exactly. eagle yeah. i mean he's he's up in his game mm -hmm. and um the only problem is you know sometimes i feel that that they're they are a little you know withdrawn mm. you know they could express their emotions Reserved. yeah yeah i mean i was talking to this psychiatrist recently and he talks about he talks about connection and uh the importance of connection and and i think uh I think they should, you know, should invest in that. Yeah, well, the mannequin that I have saved, air quotes around saved, mm -hmm. had no expression in the eyes, which I think tell a lot. Because the eyes are the windows. the eyes are the window to the to soul. To the soul. Mm -hmm. But something was going on with the nose and mouth oh. area, which just, it's like a... It's like Voldemort. It's yeah. It's just but Voldemort. You like, can't tell what feeling is being provoked in the mannequin. Yeah, you know, and I think Voldemort. You know, maybe he suffered from some sort of mannequin itis as well, mm. because he also had trouble expressing his emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, he usually did them out of frustration, maybe because no one could understand him, because mm. um, he had no nose. Yeah, because the nose, the eyes can be the windows to the soul, but the nose are like you know, the roof light mm. to let the light in yep. you know through those cavities was there a specific reason why voldemort didn't have a nose i'm not really a big harry potter i'm not a huge harry potter fan um i don't know i think nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> um no i really i think it was just like the the costume the costume design, I don't think it, I don't remember it. I mean, it could have been written in the books. 
Mm. I think it was, but I think they took it to the extreme mm. in the movies. Um, they really exercised their you know free will and yeah. and chose the no nose route. Well, the issue is it's not just that it's a, like a, some small nose or something like that. It's just gone, yeah, gone. It's like just the. It's like you were three D printing his yeah. face and you didn't quite finish. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> it's not quite there. Um, but I think the aesthetic is he's going for like the snake look, um, um you know, the, okay. the, the, the sneaky, um, which you don't see very much in today's society. People don't really go for the snake look, Mm-mm. um, when they contact their plastic surgeon, but maybe he, maybe he's on something, you know? Yeah. He could have been snakes are very elegant people. You know, they have a great figure if that's what people are looking for. Very slim. Yeah. yeah very slim. Um, you know, they really are, you know, quite like the the ballerinas of of the animal mm-hmm. community they're very elegant okay. you know but you know very kind of scary at the same time mm-hmm. you know don't want to cross a yeah. ballerina well like they're agile mm-hmm. and yet you know you get the very strong very strong like a boa or mm-hmm. you know python something like that yeah and they they do have some some gnarly fangs unlike a ballerina mm. i presume i don't never yeah, met all many the ballerinas, ballerinas i've met there have been an absence of fangs. Which is too bad, because I think if they had fangs, they would probably be more intimidating. You know, mm. they're already intimidating, but if you want to to add on to that effect. Yeah, well, I think fangs overall are not very popular among the youth, and I think... Well, I, I don't understand why. I mean, which, yeah, they seem very practical. They just, it just helps, right? Fangs are there as yeah. an evolutionary... Why would we get rid of that? Right, yeah. I don't really know specifically what benefits humans would get from just having I mean longer teeth, but I mean, if you look at, you know, what longer teeth have done for other animals, mm-hmm. it has not harmed them. I mean it's true that they would probably, you know, hang down past out of your mouth, which could be unsightly, but then again, if you reference Twilight, those oh, yeah. were some very attractive vampires. Cool. And they pulled it off mm-hmm. magnificently. So Maybe we are truly missing something. You know, I would like to have a tail. Because mm. every animal that has a tail, you know, I feel like they, they unlock like a new skill. Oh, yeah. It's like a skill tree. Mm-hmm. It's just one more branch on that tree. Mm-hmm. That it's almost unlimited possibilities. That Yeah, they, well, I mean, it adds to their, to their balance, their agility. I mean, there's no downside. It's not like they get it caught on anything. It just, it's completely in control. I mean, mm-hmm. You got monkeys, cats. Yeah. Well, when you're thinking tail, are you thinking like a dinosaur tail where it's just like almost a weapon? Or are you thinking oh, yeah, like, like a, more monkey tail where it's like a, another I'm thinking appendage? more like a, a de-evolution, so a monkey tail. Monkey tail? Okay. Yeah. So I could, you know, kind of swing from branch to branch. I, I, I'd, I'd imagine that like, you know, playing soccer or something that requires a lot of agility, pretty easy at that point. Mm. You got to tell you got that extra appendage that acts as yeah you're holding someone off the ball yeah exactly <laughs> i mean as a goalkeeper the possibilities are endless with the oh, tail because yeah. you've literally you have another you know way to block the ball. another way to block the mm-hmm. ball and you could even hang off the the crossbar <laughs> you know if you if you're feeling that you really need it yeah. if you really need it that you know the highlights mm-hmm. with the goalkeeper with the tail pretty endless i would imagine I mean, man, you know, Manchester City, they, they're, well, like, number two, I, or, but they had a goalkeeper with the tail. Oh, yeah. Number one. If De Gea had a tail, well, I won't 
Uh, he is a Spaniard, so uh, he's got some tricks up his sleeve already. But yeah. If he had a tail already. Spanish temper. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, those soccer players, they can, they can. I, they're quite animated. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and and the truth is, if I was one of the best soccer players in the world, let's be honest. I mean, that those guys are pretty much some of the best soccer players in the world. Mm-hmm. Would I be animated too? Maybe. Yeah. Well, you're there in front of. Or formerly, you know, yeah. COVID, you're there in front of tens of thousands of people. Maybe you put on a little show. Yeah, if someone you know? trips you, yeah, you know, you're just you're looking you're, for the crowd for yeah. empathy. You know, Come on. you got to rile them up. Yeah, know? rile them up. You know, get the get the crowd going. Mm-hmm. Look to the crowd. That'll help you out. Um, but watching soccer replays with, you know, now they've got you know people cut out, mm-hmm. and they're very quiet. And I, you know, at first yeah, I was not talking. Not a lot of talking. I think they could show some more enthusiasm for their team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they paid so much money to sit there. You think that they'd be more excited? They just kind of, you know, they just kind of very still, very still. Maybe it's just a really boring game. Maybe it is a really boring. I guess I didn't think about that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm viewing from the the drone views, the camera views, mm-hmm. um, and you know, my game may look exciting, but for them, you know, maybe they're they're in the stands, even in the for for first uh front rows there um i mean maybe it is just a very boring game mm. i did see that they had a massive cutout of a jersey that was probably like 10 cents tall my my big question was that must be a huge printer <laughs> i don't know where yeah. you get that kind of size i mean the spaniards they're devious mm-hmm. um but the, i don't remember it might have been liverpool who had this had this jersey that was just substantial massive. massive yeah filling the stands mm-hmm. was it just the front of the shirt it, like it wasn't it was someone's... it was just the back oh it was so, the back so it had like their numbers Ooh, but i could okay. not tell whose numbers okay, it that would was be a great honor to be the person oh yeah I and mean, maybe you pay enough money they'll just stick your name on the back of that massive jersey mm-hmm. yeah know. to be a celebrity with just your name influences people that's yeah, that's another level. It is kind of my dream to be like a Rachel Ray, <laughs> minus the infomercials. Mm. Just so, just be a Ray, no Rachel, because um, you just stick your name on stuff. Yeah, exactly. You just, you know, there it goes, it and and it becomes worth more. I guess that's what Kanye has done. You know, that's very true. Yeah, you know, but he also had, you know, he had some music career and in, in there that kind of got him to that point. But Rachel Ray, I, I don't know, I don't know how she got there, to the point where you can put your name on stuff. I know. Well, I know for someone like Oprah, I think I've seen an interview where, you know, she just talked about how like hardworking she had to be, mm-hmm. and how you know, kind of the grind basically. Yeah, of course. But um, when it comes to Rachel Ray, I'm not really sure what exactly yeah. the grind was. Yeah. Um. Did you get enough cat food for your cats? You know, did they did they bring it in? Are you getting the bacon? Do you mm-hmm. mix in the bacon? Is that your grind? Are you grinding meat? I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of grinding, a lot of grinding in there. Yeah, a lot of mixing, stirring. Mm-hmm. Um, Either way, you think of the name. Yeah, and boom, person. Yeah, I think of cat food, which I, that's what she's going for. I mean, I did watch. I've seen about one Rachel Ray infomercial, or you know. Mm-hmm. whatever that thing is on tv which i've seen maybe a few times um and i was a little underwhelmed mm-hmm. you know maybe because i'm so used to watching you know the the really the 
cream of the crop as far as TV shows with mm-hmm. Prime Video and Disney Plus and Netflix. To watching an infomercial was just just weak, mm. you know. Yeah, infomercials. I think they they need to be good in the way that the almost the worse they are, the better they are. Mm-hmm. So in order to reach a certain level of interest and say like enjoyability watching it they really need to kind of find that balance between you know not taking themselves too seriously but selling the product yeah i think the problem was that they were taking their you know cat grinder food spinner a little too seriously a little too seriously you know yeah. they're talking about how they brought in another person and you know they look like they just went through a metamorphosis you know mm. you know cell replication and 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 change because you know, their life had, had changed because they got a new cat grinder. Um, not to grind the cat, but to grind <laughs> the cat's food. Two very different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was the problem. They they didn't realize the error of their ways. And that they, yeah, let's see. So someone like Billy Mays. Mm-hmm. He's Billy. there selling OxyClean. He's having fun. He's telling you how it's getting rid of all the stains. But yeah. at the same time, he's just... There to have a good time. Yeah, I think the person who does that possibly the best is Phil Swift. Phil Swift. I mean, the man has a fun time while showing the pure, awesome power mm-hmm. of whatever flex, seal, tape, spray, whatever's going on at the, at the moment. Yeah. I mean, he's cut barrels, mm-hmm. made boats. Um, what Do you know what else he's done? I mean, what hasn't he's Phil made Swift done? dune buggies yeah i know that he's assembled one using a flex product yeah let's see repairing buckets yeah just not just any buckets buckets that he cut with various weapons Mm -hmm. of mass destruction exactly only legal in at least 20 states i know there were some things black market exclusives yeah on that list just to go into a bucket yeah just to just to go into a bucket just to prove the the power of flex seal flex you know whatever product i think mm-hmm. it was, that one was flex seal um but the real question is after all those black market items does it tell you enough that it's only in martins you know Ooh. is that the harsh truth of the infomercial mm. there you know after all that work where are you gonna find flex seal martins at martins i think i've seen it maybe at walmart limited selection yeah but yeah martins that's a very good point i think if you're someone who needs to repair something, yeah, you maybe have a medium to large scale project, and yet you don't actually want to get it fixed. You mm-hmm. kind of just want to slap some adhesive on it. I think a Martin's patron would be a prime audience to purchase some flex product. Yeah, Martin's is an interesting place. It's a, uh, it's kind of. It's, it reminds me of if you've ever been into the warehouse of a Walmart, um, mm. you know, which, which they do have. They have their warehouses. It's kind of like someone made that their own store. <laughs> you know, they're like, you know what, Walmart, I bet we can make two stores here. You know, so you mm-hmm. got, we've got a two-in-one package. I yep. bet we can ring them twice. Mm-hmm. We just take all the stuff that didn't sell on the, on the at all, and we just make another store. Mm. But we make it red, so it's, you know, different. Yeah, well, Martin's, I haven't been in there in a while. Even pre-COVID, I was avoiding. Yeah, well, let's <laughs> be honest. I think there's always been COVID in Martin's. Oh, yeah. That's nothing new. If it's not COVID, then it's 
That is something, something else. Yeah. They have gumballs in there from the Nixon administration. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they got limited edition Watergate. Yeah. Double bubbles in there. Mm-hmm. But overall, the thing about Martin's that gets me the most is that it's obviously it's not high end, right? You know, not high I'll end. Be delicate around the subject. Yeah, it's not for me. I'm not, not making fun of anyone who shops at Martin's. I shop at Martin's a, mm-hmm. a fair amount. I've also been to, but you know, Martin's. the environment. Yes, the fluorescent lights that occasionally flicker above yeah. you. The What's with that floor? That's they do know electricity was invented yeah. in like. Mm-hmm. 1731 right yeah and the floor that's always just a little bit too dusty for my liking yeah i it's it's a little reminds me of you know when you like get off the beach and you go into those changing stalls Mm -hmm. and 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 there's just sand everywhere everywhere. and you try to kind of hose it off but you know everyone tries that and doesn't Mm -hmm. work because you people that's what it kind of reminds me of yeah there's just a bunch of different elements in a martins that don't necessarily speak to me Mm -hmm. and yet at the same time They've got some heat in there. They do. You know, it's a place where you can find used Jordan 3s next to 99 cent windshield wipers. Mm-hmm. That kind of convenience, it doesn't, you can't find that everywhere. It's unmatched, really. It's unmatched. Yeah. It's truly something special. Now, Marshall's is kind of like someone went to the back of a TJ Maxx mm-hmm. on the stuff that didn't sell and, and you know, stuck that. Yeah, Marshall's the is just. They took everything that people don't want really to buy. Yeah. And, and then, then they made you buy it again. Just through sheer determination are making you buy it again. Yeah. You know, if you give me, you know, a pair of shoes for $20 that, you know, were 100 yeah, I'd probably buy them, even though I don't mm-hmm. want them. Um, so, you know, who's the real loser? I don't, maybe me. Falling for that marketing scheme. I'm a pretty big fan of Marshalls, though. I don't know if that's too hypocritical to be saying... I'm not a big fan of Martins, but I like Marshalls. Oh, they're different. But yeah, I'm. I've been known to stop by Marshalls, and it's kind of the West Coast equivalent. Um, I stopped by when I was there. Very similar, a place called Ross. Ross. Except, I don't know if it's just. Is it owned by the Ross from Friends? Well, that's not his real name, so I guess he can. He's got the copyrights on that name. I would not be surprised if some actor or celebrity owned ross just yeah, as sure. a franchise because it seems like it, it just has such an interesting selection of things very like i said very similar to marshall's except in the checkout aisle you'll see black water and aloe vera juice mm. which aloe vera juice belongs in it's like a whole foods thing yeah and black water they sell at the co-op yeah so what's really going on there's so many different things it's like a it's a melting it's a pot. A rainbow, yeah. You know, it is an pot, Ellis exactly. Island of, of uh, you know, beverages and and various articles of clothing, mm-hmm. really. And the articles of clothing are various. That's, oh, yes. It's just each aisle, it's like Fashion Week in I mean, you Paris. never know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know, if you ever watched Fashion Week in Paris, I saw someone wear, get this, they wore a inflatable mattress. And you know what? And it kind of looked good. And that was... Okay. Yeah. And you know what? And the next week, I saw it in Marshalls. <laughs> so, you know, you never know, like, where on the chain they're kind of getting mm-hmm. their they're getting their product from. I don't know if you're supposed to wear the inflatable mattress, but I saw one. No. And so. is it just the mattress? Or, like, do you put the bed coverings on it with pillows? Or is uh, it... It's just I mean, a... I think that's up for you to accessorize. Those are sold okay. separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The pillows, 
they they're at for a little a night on the town. Okay, yeah, you want to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, you want to spice it up, you want a little extra something, you go memory foam. Mm. And, you know, they only sell that at at JQ, actually, the memory foam. But uh, you can get the normal version everywhere else. Um, But it's brands like that 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 are very entertaining to the consumer. Like, Mm -hmm. I go in there not to to buy, but to experience. Exactly, yeah. And... Like we said earlier, you can't really put a price on an experience. You can't experience. put a price on experience. And, it, and like we said earlier, it's a little bit cult-esque. Like you kind of join something. Mm-hmm. Do you want a Marshall's card? I don't know. Do I have, you know, how is that going to influence, you know, my driving ability? Mm-hmm. Am I going to get fined? Things like that kind of run through your yeah. head as they ask you those kind of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, but I am a big fan of... Uh, of companies that no one's no one's really like heard of mm-hmm. that are small but very selective mm. um that just specialize in one thing like like skincare like i'm a big fan of people who are like they pick one thing and like they're just try to be super good in that yeah they just hone in on that one yeah drone strike that one that one thing uh, well that was too soon and the, the well i mean by the time the podcast comes out maybe it's not too soon but yeah that's right it was just when was that like three days ago three days ago Ooh, it yeah. was pretty soon what is the length that i mean i don't know like what is the length i mean we talked about watergate you know 30 years ago but mm. you know if i joke about you know other stuff then past then i think maybe it's a little too soon um either way either way they do kind of they do kind of hone in they hone in they, <laughs> <laughs> they do they do kind of yeah they do hone in um but, I mean, I would love to go shopping at, like, a real mall. I mean, we've been to Portland a few times, but I would love to go to, like, the the D.C. mall, which mm. I'm told is not a mall at all, but I have yet to believe that. I mean, that... The, yeah, I've really only been to the Bangor, and then another air quotes, mall. Yeah. It's more of a ghost town by now. <laughs> it's not really a mall as it is a large haunted house. <laughs> For Halloween, they don't even put yeah. up any decorations. They just have you walk through <laughs> the real cobwebs. The, the real cobwebs. And then you just see Jojo Siwa's face, mm-hmm. you know, in Claire's. I know. And that's enough to scare, put tears to a grown man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think um, an actual mall where it's almost like a little town, a little you know, town. enterprise. Yeah. They're kind of fun, you know. You go in, they've got these massive parking structures. Oh, yeah. Tons of food places, tons of shopping places, you know, and you spend the day there. It's not like Portland where you kind of go and you're like, okay, there's the, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods for the third time. Yeah, you know, what's interesting about Dick's Sporting Goods, you could travel halfway across the world and go to a Dick's Sporting Goods and find the same pair of Adidas worn by the mannequin. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's the exact they, same selection. They are very, con- they are very yeah. consistent. Each Dick's Sporting Goods, it's just control C and then they find a new location control v yeah it's just, it's the exact Coffee, same. taste and you know what i've always been jealous of those kids who always made it onto the cover of dicks you know those mm. those little boys playing baseball mm-hmm. i mean that kid could be famous by now you know yeah he's, who knows what he's probably been he's seen by to. millions of people mm-hmm. and he maybe doesn't have a credit for it mm. you know to be on the cover of a store that's pretty high pretty high price you think the kid was smart enough to ask for a royalty system where every time that magazine gets printed he gets a certain cut, or do you think Dick's point is just like, here's five dollars, and you know, 
some big league chew. Yeah. And I'm gonna let Here's... us take your photo playing baseball. <laughs> Here, put the shirt on. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I mean, I hope he was smart enough. Mm-hmm. Hope his parents took the initiative there mm-hmm. and kind of took a step forward and and realized that hey, you know, this kid has a future um, as more than just a mannequin, as to express himself. To be better than than the mannequins in Dick's Sporting Goods, and to put his cover on, his face on the cover, and uh, I hope they did, you know, yeah. a missed opportunity if they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's all you can hope for. Dick's Sporting Goods is a is a place that, as a kid, is legendary, and as you get older, it quickly fades. Oh yeah, although I will say now that you mention it, the mannequins at Dick's Sporting Goods, mm-hmm. they're kind of built. Oh yeah, they I, are very athletic. It, it must have just been. They must have recruited you know like speed. they. I wonder who their trainer is. Yeah, well, I only recently saw one, maybe two months ago, and he was wearing a. They. I don't yeah. know the gender of the mannequin. You can never assume. It was wearing I don't know some, Under Armour breathable. Yeah, athletic it's T-shirt. Breathable. It is very breathable. They like to breathe. A lot breathe. of perforations in that shirt. There is a lot of perforations for very lack of perspiration. Mm. It was like if someone saw some Swiss cheese and made a shirt. There was <laughs> just too many holes in it. Yeah. I mean, what exactly are they trying to get in or out? Yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot make of a normal shirt. Vent- <laughs> ventilation. Don't reinvent the shirt. Anyway, continue. So the mannequin just had almost veins. Oh, wow. out its bicep. I wow. was like, what is going on, you know... What kind of supplements are you taking? Mm-hmm. Who's your trainer? Where you been going to get you know your pump on? And I was a little envious of this yeah. mannequin because I feel like the 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 mannequins they're kind of passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. They're like if you don't look like this in this shirt, maybe you shouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, shirt. You know the, the if you're not sleeve is yeah. just the perfect tightness. Yeah, around if it. you're not ripping through mm-hmm. the biceps in yeah. your shirt, you should ch- pick a different shirt. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, I saw I saw this advertisement for a, a workout app or, or mm-hmm. whatever it was, um, and I was very confused because at first um, I saw Chris. I clicked on it because it was a YouTube video of an ad, which you know the ad's gonna be funny because someone made a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I clicked on the ad, and it was um, Chris Hemsworth's face. I'm like, well, you know, okay. I'm gonna I'm click yes. on that, and it's working out. And I began to think, wow, he's really slimmed down. You know, I know mm-hmm. from, you know, his peak Thor Ragnarok days where he was, you know, a living machine. Yes. Um, Unit, as they say. Yeah. Built differently. Different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then I, I realized, no, that's not Chris Hemsworth. That's Chris Hemsworth's face on a middle-aged yoga teacher. And it was very, it was, wow. you know, it was a little off-putting. But, you know, that yoga teacher had some biceps. To the point where it took me about 10 seconds to realize that it was what they call a deep fake, where it was someone Ooh. else's face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of went on to put so, his face on, on other people. Um, that was a little unnerving. But, you know, I still, you know, it was very off-put. Mm-hmm. But their message was that, you know, not everyone can be Chris Hemsworth, but we can get Chris Hemsworth's results. And okay. I think the ad was possibly successful. Um, it would have been more successful if they just put your face on a mannequin, mm. you know, mm-hmm. get these results. Yeah. You know, your skin will just be glistening, white, yeah. shiny. Your face will be emotionless. Yeah. You'll become a machine. 
But you'll like, be built. Yeah. You'll be dripping from head to toe. Yeah, at all times. Mm-hmm. And you will never wear any socks. Have you ever seen a mannequin with socks? Because I haven't. I. They do not wear socks. I think if you're an employee at a store, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're not making great wages, right? I don't yeah. know what minimum is right now, but I don't, I don't think it can be worth it to have to take a sock <laughs> and try to get it on a mannequin. No amount of I money. I don't know what the... Can they pay me to yeah. put a sock on a mannequin? I think by the time... Who doesn't walk? Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to go anywhere. He's not going anywhere. It's not like he gets blisters. No. You know, or calluses or anything like no. that on his feet. What's he... I mean, even if he was, he's wearing the Ultra Bruce 3s. Yeah. Mean, come on. More expensive shoes than all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, there is a level of imita- intimidation there. Um, speak of intimidation, mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, Joe Biden, mm. he's kind of rocking the intimidation factor. He's got a bunch of swagger about him. Mm-hmm. I think he's um, gained a new sense of confidence. He has. Since. I think his laugh is a little bit more, you know, ha ha ha, you yeah. know, instead of, you know, his deep, genuine, it's a little bit more ha ha ha, you know, yeah. esque. Yeah, you know. as he's, you know, settled into the White House. Mm-hmm. You know, Which has got to be a hard office. settle. You yeah. know, I heard he can't take his Peloton with him. <laughs> and if, here's my question. If there's no Peloton in the White House, is it really a home? Mm. No. No. No, home is where the Peloton is. Mm-hmm. Well, you see a Peloton somewhere, you know that whoever is living here intends to live here. Oh, I yeah. I don't think you They're bring... going to establish, you know, yeah. the home front. Because mm-hmm. this is a war. Oh, yeah. Peloton versus non-Peloton owners. But at the same time, if you do see a Peloton in someone's house, you don't expect to see just normal bikes in that house. Mm-mm. And then no. if I'm not see if I don't see bikes at someone's house, there's kind of almost a level of distrust. Oh yeah, it's where like, are the bikes? What do you do the with bikes? the bikes? Because my whole life I've grown up, people have been on bikes, right? We live yeah. in an area where people are biking around. You know, you bike around. There's hills. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, you do the thing with the pedals. Mm-hmm. Pedals keep on going. Yeah. Sometimes you change gears. There's... But if I'm not seeing a bike in someone's garage, yeah. Like, what? What's your secret? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Let me check out your basement real quick. Yeah. Come on. Do you have a Peloton? And and mm. that's the question. And, I, and I've heard that Peloton has actually tried to expand into the treadmill game. And, you know, can I blame them? Um, I hope they know that wheels and feet are two different items. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're trying to have these objects do the same thing, not so great. They, do they also realize that both objects don't go anywhere? They want to... I know, All yeah. this progression mm-hmm. is and so important. Staying in the same spot. You're staying in the same spot. Yeah. Well, I'm... A big fan of Peloton's, you know, as we've talked about earlier, honing in on that yeah. that one market, that one stationary thing. bike, and then they've gone on. I'm sure there have been multiple iterations, but they're perfecting it, right? Yeah, if they it's are not now. already perfected. Yeah. But a treadmill, I don't know. I feel like they're it's very similar, right? They're both stationary things mm-hmm. to help you exercise, but there's so many treadmills out there already. I think just I know. stick what, to what you know. Yeah. The bike. The You're kind of intruding yeah. on, a, on another p- person's kind of turf there. Mm-hmm. You know, what about Cybex? You know, what are they doing? They're trying to be consistent. Mm-hmm. But the thing is about Peloton is that the people doing it, you know, like they have these instructors that you mm-hmm. see through the screen that's yep. live. Those in, You know for a fact that those instructors, they don't use that treadmill. Mm-hmm. No. They have various amounts of other exercises mm-hmm. and 
probably own a gym themselves. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of superficial. They're mm-hmm. like, I love this Peloton, but you know they don't use it in the off time. No. They're, they're too good. Yeah, they only get paid to do, you know, their workouts mm-hmm. live or however they please to do it. But then once that camera turns off, I'm sure they're... They're out. They're somewhere no. else. It's kind of like, you know, when... Lamelo Ball was wearing his ZO2s and he got caught wearing KDs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that happens a lot. You know, they caught and caught slipping. They're like, "Whoa, you can only work out on Peloton." Um, here's your merch. You're a size medium. Take an extra small mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, look intimidating. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's got to be hard. You know, because that's their job to look good. Mm-hmm. You know, what if one day you just wake up and bad hair day? Too bad. You got a Peloton today. Yep. Um, you got ten thousand people watching you bike <laughs> virtually which is almost scarier than in person what do you think mm-hmm. the stationary bike i think it's one of those exercises i don't do it you know a ton but i've been on one yeah you just pedal and then instead pedaling. of going places like a normal bike you just don't mm-hmm. well one issue that i have with stationary bikes treadmills kind of ellipticals kind of just that kind of uh general exercise equipment category mm-hmm. it's hard to look cool while you're on one of those yeah things. It's, it's very hard the stairmaster you know things like that it's just see a lot of people don't go to another place to go on stairs mm. stairs is kind of that transitional period mm-hmm. it's kind of like going to another place to to drive a racing simulator it's like mm, i drove here to, to drive <laughs> no 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 no, no. I you took stairs up to get to the gym. Yeah, to you get to the walk gym. Walk back down them, go back up. There's your yeah, workout. There's a workout. You know, you actually go somewhere in, in, in that <laughs> one. Not only that is the the idea of a stationary bike, not only is it rather frustrating hmm. to the human race. Um, the Peloton bikes, if I'm if I am correct, they can go past two grand. Two wow. thousand dollars, you know, US dollars for our international mm-hmm. listeners. Um, that's, that's a substantial amount of money. I mean, you can bribe a lot of people with $2,000. Yeah. I'm sure a nice, <laughs> a nice actual racing bike. You yeah. Know, not just one that you're going to ride I mean, around. I'm talking about Tour de France winners yeah. here. I'd be surprised if, you know, a fairly nice, maybe mid range for actual competitive bikes goes above two grand i'd be surprised although i'm surprised a lot i did see a blender for 600 the question $600 is blender. <laughs> the question is how well does this you know at some I point know. blended is blended that Can thing's got it even more it's got to be splitting molecules yeah. at that point if you're spending six nasa uses it actually mm-hmm. so they can you know split atoms mm-hmm. from mars that they're going to receive yeah. so they actually bought this this blender and they're actually just going to put the rocks in there turn it on mm-hmm. and see yeah. how you know what you can what you can do with such raw power yeah. the manhattan project sponsored by ninja yeah <laughs> yeah they just exactly take those whatever uranium molecules cut them in half and then they and then as it's being cut in half smashed together boom mm-hmm. right after that throw in some bananas yeah some frozen fruit maybe yeah. a little bit of you know soy milk and don't forget their protein powder that I'm sure Ninja makes their own protein powder by now. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm almost surprised that there's not things sold by these blender companies just to put in the blender. Yeah, I why don't they have Ninja before. bananas? Ninja bananas? Ninja bananas, Ninja's fruits. 
I mean, Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. Maybe that's what it's maybe kind of they, already... that was their first, you know, marketing technique. Okay, yeah. Um, and it didn't really go over well, and in the sense that people didn't really get the idea that you're supposed to actually eat it because mm. it was an app. So yeah, there's a you know, it's hard to eat apps sometimes. You know, maybe that was why <laughs> little little fault in the mm-hmm. in the development team. But yeah, if there was like a meal prep. But for a blender sold yeah. by, you know, whoever. MRE, yeah, MRE, Nutribullet, Ninja, yeah, all these other, yeah, that another untapped market, yeah, another un- hone in on that one, exactly, strike it down, a good idea. If any of these companies end up choosing that idea, I want to see some royalties going out to the Wombo Combo yeah, podcast. Well, I, I'm we're calling it right now. I think actually an audio document is legally binding, mm-hmm. so we have that copyright. You just show up in court. They're like, okay, yeah. and now yeah. Wombo Combo. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and you just and you just play episode two, minute forty eight. <laughs> yep, right here. Mm-hmm. You Your know Honor, what really frustrated me? Check the man. You know, Judge Duty, listen to this. Yeah, I got something special for your you know afro right here. Mm-hmm. Well, um, if we're gonna go on. A courtroom, yeah, or go into a courtroom. I want it to be the Judge Judy show, of course, because that's the, the bare minimum for how <laughs> important that would be. Yeah, I mean, there's a level of of um, performance in the Judge Judy show mm-hmm. that's not even by the judge. I think the rulings are fair mm-hmm. and and accurate and precise, and I believe she has a real law degree um, from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the people that they kind of know they're on the show. It's kind of like the NBA or like we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier, you know, you do it for the crowd, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they start flopping. Maybe they start yelling. They mm-hmm. you know, yelling at the ref, get kicked out of the game, yep. red card before you know it. Yeah. So you kind the of bailiff gotta, comes over yeah. and roughs you up a little bit. It's just, you know, it's for the people, right? It's for the people. It's for the people. We, the people mm. by the people. Yeah. Rough the bailiff. If the people in a, or the ones in the Judge Judy show that are either, you know, defending whatever their case or mm-hmm. being persecuted. Do you think that in a normal courtroom, they find similar people and it's just the Judge Judy ones that are so, you know, eccentric, I'll say? I think they handpick the best performers they can find. Mm, okay, yeah. so there's almost a little bit of exclusivity in there. Yeah, I think you've got to have that it factor mm-hmm. to really, the same way, you know, you've got to have that it factor to make it into the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to have the it factor to make it on Judge Judy. Yeah, well, there are plenty of people, I'm sure, either great basketball players or they've got an interesting case, but, you know, if you can't make the if people you, tune yeah. in, then what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. They call it the NBA show for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, MLB, the show. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. That is episode two. I'll see you guys later.